Did you run after that or you ran before? That was before. Or no, that was after I ran because I've gotten okay. this new thing. I kind of took your advice and I've been trying it for, um, I don't know, since we brought it up maybe five months or so, where I really don't eat a whole lot before. Because before I would load yeah. up and then go. I don't at all anymore. And it was, I will tell you, it was a bitch at first. I love it now. Like That's I swear. great, isn't it? Oh, it's yep. awesome. Yeah. I just do, do a little just bit drink of- drink some um, water, right? Uh, well, so I do, I do add um, uh, MCT oil to it a little bit. I drink some tea, put a little MCT oil right. in there, and that nice. is it. Nice, nice. Yeah, and that's uh, I just do some water, and then uh, go right now. If I'm going you know, like a longer, you know, bike ride or something, then yeah, I'll, I'll take kind bar, a couple kind bars with me. Because halfway through the ride, two hours in, it's like starving, right? <laughs> so you got to get something. Yeah. Get, otherwise, you run on true empty. Yes. Yep. Yep. But yeah, no, usually in the morning, I mean, you know, taking kids to school and then I'm, you know, going swimming a little bit. I, that's been my routine, right? During the weekdays and then come home and then, you know, I'm usually working, but not, not right now. And, uh, and then I'll take the dog out on a run before it gets too hot. And, and then after I get back from that, then I'll start eating maybe a little bit early, a quick smoothie, um, j just something, you know, some nuts or something just to kind of both of it. But you don't gorge yourself, right? Like, because like mm. what I found no, very, very light. That's so I've noticed that because like before, I would go, you know, eat a little bit beforehand, and then I'd come back and be starving. What I found now is like I have less craving, so it's actually yep. like helped a lot. I mean, it's weird how much it helps. And again, I tip my hat to you because I've read it all these years, and I was like, oh, there's no way. But you swore by it, so I did it, and I got to tell you, it has made an awesome difference like for instance good, today good. I, I taught at cycle bar um at 10 30 this morning and i didn't do anything like at all this morning because i was running late because anyways doctor's appointments like that. anyway so i went and i afterwards i wasn't even hungry still and it was right. crazy and it was a hard workout i put in for everyone and it was like wow. i mean it really worked it's crazy how the human body works like that I can talk all day on that. Yeah, but that and you get used to that intermittent fasting and i've been reading you know more and more research on this and you know, fasting at least 12 hours kind of overnight. And I yeah. tend to eat later, you know, at night and even snacks before bed. Um, but then, you know, I'm fasting pretty much from 9 p.m., maybe 10 p.m. to at least, you know, 10 a.m. Or, or noon right the next day. Um, so it's typically, yeah, maybe 11 or 12 when I start eating a little bit. And you just feel when you're out running or biking, whatever, I mean, you feel just, I don't know, yeah, I feel lighter. I feel just more efficient. Um, but you're right. Like sometimes you get kind of a brain fog when you're not quite used to it yet. Oh, totally dude. And like, for me, I was reading this book called life force. And basically the whole idea is like all these different treatments that you can do now to get over things. So one of the things they have in there is this guy named David Sinclair, who he's, Oh yeah. I read his book. I yeah. Okay. So yeah. he has a new one coming out. And basically what he talks about is that like yeah. the new the the thing that you can do most for your body to help with aging besides all you know not smoking all the crap right is actually intermittent fasting and what he's found is that yeah. like for instance they did the study for five years of people different people and getting sick and mm -hmm. stuff like that and what they found was like if you get really sick like the flu or covid whatever like that you can go one of the best things to recover fast is to actually fast during that time and he has all these data points in there and it shows like basically a typical flu will last like 10 to 14 days. You fast, it lasts six. I mean, it's stark differences. Wow. Yeah. And so I don't know if I have the courage to try. <laughs> I'm sure I will at some point. I don't also want to get that sick. But again, 
um, it's just been interesting learning about that. And so not only does it help your point there with the, the fasting, because it's totally true, it has other b- benefits as well. Yeah, I thought when you're sick, you wanted to, to try to get some nutrients and get some you know, food into your body as long as you can hold it down rather than, than just drinking water. Well, so I don't, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but basically the theory goes like this. So when you are digesting, your body takes, I mean, the amount of energy it takes is we don't give it enough credit. It's insane. And so what it does is the vagal, vagal, the, the venous vagal nerve, whatever it is that we've talked about before that connects your head, your stomach and everything else all the way down your body, it triggers it to basically say, this is what I'm doing now. Don't apply as much energy to recovery. And so what they found is that basically your body, all the enzymes in your gut, everything else go into overdrive because they want to go back to a state of homeostasis because they're out of sync. So they will then work harder to kill the bacteria or virus so that you can go back to eating everything like that. So the whole theory that they're saying, they don't, they don't know why it works yet, is that when you starve your body a little bit, your whole entire body has to come together as an organism to say, look, we want to go back to homeostasis because we're not there yet. Everything goes into overdrive, releases all these cytokines and stuff quickly, and then your body flushes it out. But you know, when we talk about this, I think that's also a summertime thing because in winter, I do find myself more hungry a lot of the time. Like I like I want bigger meals. Like in summer, oh, totally. I want the lighter stuff. And it's weird since you and I have both been talking about this for a year in terms of the the, the seasonal diet stuff. It's totally true. Like yeah. when you go into it, like if you eat a burger every day of your life, like I swear Seth would do if he had the choice. Um, yeah. I don't think you get the benefits of that, but this whole, you know, shifting gears for summer or spring or fall, or whatever, it makes a huge difference. Now, <laughs> before we wrap this yeah. episode up, I do have a question for you because you've used almost the same brand of water bottle, my entire existence of knowing you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You don't very rarely do I see you with like, cause I use blender bottles for everything, right? I mean, that's kind of my go-to yeah, I use those for my, well, just for my smoothies. I use them for just about everything. I don't, I don't know why I just do right. You have always been the water bottle, like the one you just held up a second ago, right? Yeah. That there you go. It's the polar, the polar bottle. Yes, you have had that forever. That's all my kids use. I've got like six of them. Yeah, they last forever. They work well. Yeah. Do you like? Do you find that that's like the best for you? Yeah, and I mean, the thing I like it about, it, especially in the in the summertime, because um, it's fully insulated too. And now in the heat, I mean, it's not going to stay insulated for hours, like um, you know, some of those thermal flash or whatever. But the thermal flash is so damn heavy, you don't want to take them on the bike, right? So these yeah. are really, really for cycling, right? So. They fit right in the water bottle holder. The bottles like hold up really well. And some of these I've had for years, I, I should probably replace them. <laughs> but they still work. And then, you know, you clean them good. They, they stay really clean. Um, but they're made in the USA too, which is wild. I mean, most of these are all made in China, like all the Camelback stuff. All of it. So I like some of the Camelback bottles, but they're all made in China. And, uh, and these are, you know, free of uh, like BPA free, right? So it's, it's like better plastic, right? For you and some of the other potentially harmful chemicals. And they have these all different colors, different um, you know, designs and, and whatever too. Um, and they're, they run, I don't know, about 10 to 12 bucks, I think, uh, a bottle. Yeah, and they sell them everywhere. You can get them on Amazon, Costco, or not Costco, Target. Like, cause I think, you know, you can get them in those places. And yeah. my kids swear by them. That's what they take into lunch every day. Even in right. summer, when we go to camps, it, yeah. it works. They're great. They never leak. 
like they are totally honestly and unbelievably good and what we do is really good especially in summertime they get so cold we'd stick it in the freezer at night you know yeah. half full yeah. and then we fill it with water in the morning and then yep. all day it's basically a frozen flask yeah Exactly. No, I, I do that too. And they make the short ones too. This is the 24 ounce one, but they That's make the ones we have. Ounce. I don't know they made small ones. Okay. Yeah. So there's different sizes too. Um, but uh, yeah. And then this valve, let's see, you can remove this too. It kind of twists out so you can clean like the inside as well. Oh, we Some should. Camelback ones or other ones. You can't, you can't remove the <laughs> nasty inside. You're trying to get a little brush in there and clean oh. it, but. Yeah, you can't imagine like the bacteria and crap. <laughs> oh, especially if you mix it with protein like or anything else in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this, you take that all apart, throw it in the dishwasher too. Nice. That's, that, that's probably the biggest thing, especially for summertime. Yeah. Dishwasher safe. I want nothing I have to hand clean. Right, right, right. <laughs> I hate hand clean. <laughs> really? Like, because like, we have like, we used to have mind that. I actually hand clean them typically but so i if i have to do anything what i do is like my short trick is to take alka-seltzer so i will stick them in alka-seltzer okay. and dissolve everything on it like that's basically like and it, they come out fresher and everything so if i have to do it if it's like really rank or like i just couldn't get in a spot i'll soak them in uh effordent or whatever for like 24 hours comes out unbelievably great every time nice nice that's my little trick i haven't, I haven't tried that well, dude it's so it cheap you get a pack of five or like 124 for five bucks you take two of those okay. pop them in there and you can't believe it it gets rid of all the bacteria it nice. like it's it's just awesome i can't swear i can't say enough good things anyways yeah. jeff i want to say thank you i think this is a really fun episode we covered a lot of bases here and uh you know I yeah, hopefully you picked up some tips getting ready for for summer here absolutely well thank you my friend awesome man